Welcome back, guys. This is your girl, Free, from I Am She, Save, Hill and Elevated. Um, I know it has been a minute, but I am, like, so thrilled that I'm back here talking to you guys today. Um, for the past two and a half months, I don't know, like, I don't want to say I've been all over the place, but, like, God really just wanted wanted me to himself, literally. Like, he sat me down for the moment and, you know, just had me to focus on one thing at a time. And, you know, I'm excited to be back. Um, You know, sometimes we just have to be, not sometimes, when you hear God speaking to you, you have to be obedient. It is so good to be in um in, in a connection, have a connection with God for sure. So that way you're able to hear that still small voice. And um, I've been doing a lot of praying and fasting and, you know, just asking him to help me prioritize. And I had the podcast going on, the YouTube going on, um, praise dance going on. I had a full-time job, then I have kids. So I literally had my hands tied behind my back. But it definitely, it definitely feels so good to be here with y'all. So um, today I just came on here. It's not going to be a long episode. It's going to be like a quick mini-sode pretty much. And it's just um, basically about what I've been up to at the moment. Um, I think I told you, I mentioned earlier, like I said, I was, I joined the praise dance team at my church and, um, I'm like nobody's dancer by far. Like my first time ever dancing, especially praise dancing at all. You know, I knew how to twerk when I was in the world, but as far as like really praise dancing, everything got to be on point. I knew nothing about that part of it, you know? So that's going good. I done did about four or five episodes. I've been performing since um, Easter. Easter Sunday was my first performance. And then every other Sunday after that. But I love the group that I'm with. The group of women that I'm with. They are so inspirational. You know, um, they just push you. You know, they push you. They inspire you. They uplift you. And it's nothing like being around a bunch of women that has the same mindset that want more that you know that love God just as much as you do if not more that has a spiritual relationship with God um you know it's it's we have to be careful what we truly feed our soul and you know the gates to our soul are you know by our eyes like pretty much so what you see it basically has an effect on your soul so you know, I, it's just good to be around people, like I said, that is actually sharpening you. You know, iron sharpens iron. Mirror is supposed to mirror, you know, you at the end of the day. You're supposed to be able to see you. And, um, yeah, so I've been doing a lot of soul searching. But anyway, I have a couple of good announcements. So let me get into it. I finally have a journal. It's called I Am She, Save Hilda Elevated. Um prayer affirmation journal Uh, this journal y'all is like so dope um not just because i made it but actually because god gave me the idea to do it and in this journal it um it helped you get over your trials like what you've been through your trials and tribulations and for certain people i know me i used to be the type to hide what i've been through like oh only a certain amount of people know what i've been through so i'm gonna just keep it like that and actually i'm gonna put it way back in the back of my mind and stuff it in my closet so that way 
Nobody will ever know what I've been through. You know, all they have is the perception of how I look now. And that's how I was thinking, you know, I want to say about six months ago. And um, I just thank God that he actually just, you know, came through pastor and had pastor to tell me, like, listen, you show your wounds at the end of the day, you know, show your wounds, please show your wounds. He was like, listen, what you have been through is on, is not for you to keep at the end of the day. It's for you to help somebody else out that has gone through it and perhaps is dealing with the same thing, dealing with it just like you. And, you know, again, I never thought about nothing like that. All, all I thought about was what they don't know, they don't know. It was before I met them or this, that, and the third. I didn't want anybody to judge me. So, you know, I actually went through the steps and everything pretty much the, the same steps that I have in this journal, I actually went through the same steps in my life. And it actually helped me overcome and actually helped me heal, um, you know, with the process. So I'm so thankful to have gone through this process and took the steps that I took and it worked for me. So I just wanted to pass it on to you guys. And it's helping you face whatever you've been through. Then it, it brings you to steps of forgiveness, you know, and actually praying to God. It don't only you know, tell you to pray to God. It gives you scriptures. It gives you positive affirmations like, you know, I'm bold as a lion and then a scripture back it up or I'm a king's daughter and then a scripture back it up or, you know, something just to help you up, just to help uplift you, help you to actually heal from it and move on, you know, to recognize what happened, deal with it, acknowledge how you feel and then move on, you know, with your process so that way you'll be closer to finding your plan and your purpose that God actually has for you. Yeah, so with the 52 affirmations, it actually help you to read one affirmation and meditate on it for the whole week. Um, you know, I don't want this to be a rushed journal. This journal, it will serve you for 365 days out of the year. Even if you start it in the middle of the year, you're going to continue it into the middle of the year. Um, so yes, this, I, I, I feel like God put it on my heart to, you know, just do this. So that way I can help somebody else heal. He can use me to get to other people to heal. And it also have inspirational quotes, like I said, and scripture base. Um, it has scriptures to basically back up the quotes that the positive affirmations that I put in there. It has a prayer request, uh, section. It has a monthly goal section. It also have an ungodly and godly section. So it help you work on your, your goals with God. It You know, you could be honest on the, un, on the other side of the ungodly things that you're still doing. If you're still going out and you're still partying and you're still drinking and smoking and, you know, stripping and having sex out of wedlock. I mean, literally, it gives you all of that. If you're still, you know... Just you just have your extra hobbies, all of the fleshly things that we struggle with, you know, because nobody's perfect. So it helped you see how far you have come. It helped you see, you know, how much you have overcome um, pretty much with that. It also have um, I want to say, oh, it has a ABC poem by my lovely uh, first lady, uh, Dr. Nina Brana. She was able to shoot something over to me and actually help me build this journal. Um, 
Again, you guys will not be disappointed. So that's what I've been into. But enough about the journal. I want to also just go ahead and jump in to this episode. So I basically came here just to share a little testimony that happens that always happened to me. And um, hopefully it'll just reach somebody else. Somebody else might be able to relate to what I'm about to say. So all okay. so let's rewind back to my childhood. So when I was growing up, I didn't have a whole lot of stuff like we were poor. You know, my mom, we was we was welfare recipients. My father was disabled and my mother was a stay at home caretaker, caregiver. And, you know, our income was limited. And again, we was welfare recipients. So, you know, back in the day, back in the 80s, people was wearing L.A. gears and all of that stuff. And. My mother couldn't afford that. You know, my dad couldn't afford that. You know, um, especially when we got to high school, it was detrimental when we got to high school. When we were younger, he was able to get us those things. But when we got to middle school, I want to say when I first got to like seventh grade, it was like the hardest, the hardest time for me. I just felt like, you know, I didn't fit in in anywhere. I didn't have the proper clothes to wear. My hair was jacked up. My clothes was dingy and dirty. I had holes in them. You know, I knew how I wanted to dress. I just didn't have the funds to dress the way I wanted to dress. So moving on. Oh, and I had jerry curls. So, you know, back then, every some people had jerry curls or some people was pressing their kids' hair out or putting perms or relaxers in their hair. My mother decided to keep the jerry curl in my hair. So I went to high school. I went to middle school with the jerry curl in my hair. And, and when I'm in a hallway, I would, everybody would come out their class, bell ring. I would get in the hallway and there would be somebody behind me in the hallway with like probably like over 150 students. I smell... And everybody in the hallway would yell, Jerry Curl Jews. And everybody would just start laughing at everything at me or whatever the case may be. But, you know, those are the things that I had went through. And that kind of like stripped me, you know, kind of like tore me down. But fast forwarding, you know, to now, now that I am grown, you know, you can't, you don't, you're not, you, you, it's not your fault how your parents decide to dress you and raise you you're a child you don't have a job you don't have no way of getting a job no means of getting a job you know so it's not your fault but the kids they're so harsh that they don't even give a darn they don't realize what they do you know and how bullying and picking on people it really affects you it really can affect you long term so speeding up the process now that I'm able I'm older now and I you know I'm able to buy what I want I dress how I want to dress. And again, I dress presentable, but I'm very clean cut. Even when I'm not trying to dress up, I look like I'm dressed up. So um, every time I go somewhere or walk in a room somewhere, I notice I feel all the negative energy that these black women give me. The looks, the stares, the gazes that they give me. And, you know, I'm like, you know, I could feel it. And I'm like, you, you're you judging a book by its cover. Get to know who I am first. Don't let the outer appearance bring up, you know, um, how you feel about me or how you actually judge me. And I used to always sit back and think about it like, hmm, I just sat back and thought about it like, let me just see the reason why these people are judging me. So speeding up the process, I was in summer school this whole time. 
I have a patient that I go to summer school with, and we had three weeks of summer school, so I went with him. So in the beginning, this one lady had pressed me, and I was wondering why she was so negative. I said, why is she so negative towards me? She wasn't complaining about me, but she was complaining about a situation towards me. But her demeanor and her voice was crazy. So I turned around and just said, listen, I said, you know, we have a choice to be positive or negative. I said, I choose to be positive. Oh, I'm a positive person. I said, yeah, I said, but it's all in how you deal with things. I said, if you look at it, if you look at it from a negative standpoint, all you're going to get back is negative. All you can see is the negative part. But if you look at it from a positive part a standpoint, you'll be good. You know, she, oh, I know that I've been positive. Okay, cool. I've been doing this for 30 plus years. So why are we complaining again? So I swept it underneath the rug. I ain't think nothing of it. So when she got on the bus the next morning, I, you know, maybe the, no, not the next morning because I was off on Tuesday. It was a Wednesday she got on the bus. And, you know, I heard her talking to another lady. And Jay-Z and this and that. And they got a child called Blue Sky. I was like, oh, my God. I said, this lady is old and messy. What is she doing? Why is she up to date with all this mess? You know, like. Uh, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect, but I just was like, you got so much other stuff you can actually focus on, and you write about Jay-Z and Blue Sky and Beyonce, whatever. So I still didn't say nothing, but I didn't understand why I was picking up a negative vibe from her from for, you know, again. So we get to class, whatever. I bought some pistachios, offered everybody some. She, of course, she was the, the one. Sure, I had some pistachios. Gave her some pistachios, regardless of how I was feeling about her, the negative vibe that I was getting from her. So anyway, fast forward on, today was the last day, and um, I bought some lipstick in and everything, because I have a lipstick line, and it's called Glam Lux, and all the proceeds that I get from the lipstick line, I give um, one-third of proceeds go to the nonprofit, my nonprofit organization, I Am She. Um, So... She bought the lipstick. Again, at this point in time, we cool now. We breaking bread, you know, bringing food in, you know, little snacks in for each other. We cool. That little vibe that, you know, um, how can I say that negative energy passed. So she was like, now that we cool, I can honestly just tell you how I felt about you. So when I first saw you, I just wanted to know why you was dressing like that coming to, coming to work. Like, you know, like. Why was you dressing like that? Mind you, she made it seem like I was dressing the way I'm saying that. I know it sounds provocative, but literally, I just like to look nice. So it's like, in my mind, I'm like, why do you care why I'm dressing like that? Why did it bother you so much? At the end of the day, the reason why I'm dressing the way I'm dressing. I don't have to come home with you. You don't have to buy me the stuff that I'm wearing. I didn't ask you to pay any of my bills because I done bought the stuff that I'm wearing. What is it? So it just came to me that most females, when they see a certain person, depending on who it is. So for me, when a female sees me, I feel like that's her insecurity kicking in. So when she see me, she's looking at what she's not. Oh, she look, oh, she look cute, but I ain't going to tell her she look cute. You know, I'm saying she overdoing it. She dressed, she dressed up too much for school or she dressed up too much for this at the end of the day or why she got lashes on and why she got on lipstick. And, you know, and I just noticed that. So now they're looking at me and they saying to themselves, dang, maybe I need to go get my nails done. Oh, dang, she got her feet done, too. Maybe I need to get my feet done, too. Oh, maybe I need to start taking care of myself a little better. And they won't come and tell you 
um, at this point in time, they won't come and tell you that basically this is how they feeling. You know, they won't ask you for advice. They won't ask you how you do it. They're going to just sit there and judge you because now they're insecure. They looked at you and got an insecurity. Oh, her stomach flat. I need to go to the gym. That's what you hear everybody saying when I walk in. I need to go to the gym. And I'm like, why do you do that? You know, don't, don't beat yourself up. Just ask me, how do I do what I do? Ask the other young lady, the beautiful black young lady, how do you do what you do? How do you get your brows that way? What type of lipstick is that? Where you get them shoes from? That shirt is dope. Where did you get that shirt from? I love your hair. Why you just, why we just, why we have a hard time complimenting other black women? Why do we have that complex with each other? So I just basically came on here to tell you that I always get this and it used to bother me because I didn't understand. I'm like, why do everybody always want to, you know, hate and dislike me? And I remember I used to try to if I know I was going to hang out with a certain person who didn't dress, I would dress down like that person because I didn't want to be the person. I didn't want to make them feel any type of way. And um, God just came and told me, listen. You shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright. Let your light shine. At the end of the day, I didn't make you how I made you for you to cover it up and dim you. The way I made you and, and the way people look at you and all of the, you know, um, you know how people grasp towards you or hate on you. At the end of the day, trust me, they're going to learn to love you because of who you are. That's who you are. You know, you could be beautiful on the outside, but if that heart is tore up, Forget about it. You're an ugly person. I don't care how pretty you are. If that heart is jacked up, you are ugly. And I always say that. So God just was like, don't dim your light. He like, I made you ordinary, extraordinary. He said, so how I made you, don't dim yourself for nobody. Don't dim yourself down for nobody. I'm using you for my work. And the way I'm going to use you for my work is because people are going to be attracted to you with how you carry yourself at the end of the day, how different you look from other people at the end of the day. And, you know, again, us as humans, we kind of get scared and want to fit in. He said, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't make you the way I made you. Jeremiah 1, chapter 1, verse 5. He said, I ordained you and knew you before I placed you in your mother's womb. I appointed you and set you apart. At the end of the day, so he's telling you. I, you're not meant to be ordinary. I made you extraordinary. So, you know, now that I know my self-worth, I know who I am. Go ahead and I walk in the room right now. Go ahead and judge me. So when she said that to me, it didn't bother me. It just had me like, Wow. Your insecurity stood out so much. And at the end of the day, the, the flip side to it all, they judged me in the beginning, but loved me at the end. So we had a whole makeup class where everybody wanted to learn how to do brows. One lady, she said she plain Jane and she don't need to wear makeup. That was a subliminal the first week that I got there. Now all of a sudden she's saying that she want to look for a liquid foundation to put on her face. Mind you, again, she go get face shoes and she don't want to wear makeup. But now she wants to go and look for a liquid foundation. I said, so what kind of foundation do you want? Girl, I don't know. I ain't never had no foundation. So you see how I rubbed off on other people? Girl, your brows, your brows is popping. How you do your brows? So now I'm sitting in there giving little mini tutorials to people, showing them how to wear their brows. Or now I'm giving mini lipstick lessons or whatever the case may be, telling people how to wear their lipstick and stuff like that. So you see how it actually he actually used me. In a sense, so now I'm about to go ahead and throw this big, um, 
make make up make up party pretty much. And that's going to be August 10th, but everybody signed up. They gave me their email, so I'll be sending a whole RSVP list out to these women, and we'll be having a party. I'll probably do a party of 10 the first time around. And they'll come, and I'll show them whatever it is that they want to know. So if one person is struggling with eyelashes, I'll do that. Eyeshadow, I'll do that. If you need to put on brows, I'll do that. So, you know, what, what the devil meant... To be bad, God came in, stepped in, turned it around, and made it good. So now they judge me by my cover and how I look because I intimidated them with my confidence and just the 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 bling of God. You know that that nice glow that God has set set on me. So where you know they wanted to hate me, but they 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 couldn't hate me. They wound up loving me so much. And and now I'm sitting down teaching. And even an older lady, she had to come back to me. After she told me what she told me, she said, hey, listen, you know, I just was wondering why you was coming to school looking like that. She said, but you never judge a book by its cover. She said that. Sorry, y'all. My phone is ringing. She said, you never judge a book by its cover. She said, and I do apologize for that. She said, see, she said, if you wouldn't have been exactly who you were, I would have never knew you knew how to do brows, nor would you have taught me how to do my own brows, you know? And she said, look, I'm sitting in your chair right now getting a lesson from you. She said, so I have definitely learned something. And she said, I'm just glad that I didn't let the cover of you, how I felt about you. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. How I felt about you. Um, you know, mess up the relationship that we actually have built with each other. So, you know, I just came on here to basically tell you, don't dim your light for nobody. Stand stand tall, shine like a diamond at the end of the day. You know, you're unique for a reason. If you look like everybody else, you nobody wouldn't even notice who you were. You know, and that's how God is. When God is trying to get you to get his people, you have to be extraordinary. It has to be something about you to do the great work that he needs you to do. So don't down yourself, don't judge yourself for nobody, don't dim yourself for nobody. Stay true to who you are, stay true to God at the end of the day. Embrace who you are, that's a part of who you are. If you have to dub yourself down to be somebody else, you are now a fake, a a fraud, and a phony. Nobody got time for those Fs, those three Fs, the FFFs, the FFFs. You know I got time for that fakeness. So I just came over here to just to sh- just to share what I actually have been through at the end of the day and how people will try to make it seem like you're wrong for their insecurities. You're not wrong for being creative. You're not wrong for wearing bright colors. You know how to do it. You ain't wrong for that. You ain't taking no no food on nobody else's table. You just being you. But anyway, y'all, I just came to tell you that something really quick. I said it was going to be quick and to realize I don't think it's all that quick. Uh, I think I'm, I'm 16 minutes in, so it's supposed to be a 15-minute inspirational or, you know, devotional or, you know, my little testimony, 15 minutes of my testimony of what I went through, and I done talked the whole 16 minutes. But anyway, y'all, it's good to be back, and I definitely will see you guys in a whole nother one of my, not see you, I will talk to you guys in a whole nother one of my episodes my my podcast episodes and if you have any questions you can go on anchor.com download the app and you can actually respond back to everything i'm saying giving me some of your testimonies and what you have been through and how you overcome what you've been through you guys stay blessed have a good day enjoy the rest of your summer and we will link up in my next episode this is your girl free 
come into the channel of I Am She, Safe, Hold, and Elevated. I'll catch you on another one of my episodes. Have a great day.